This is the Daily Wrestling News for March 24th, 2021. We are powered by the Eastern Observer. My name is Ryan Joy, and I'm coming to you live from Minutes to Bell Time Studios on the beautiful Treasure Coast of the Sunshine State. And I'm joined by John DeConi, the living legend. How are you, John? Good morning. Good morning, sir. Welcome back. Good to have you back in the saddle. Thank you. Thank you. It was fun to have a week off and to sleep in and whatnot and stuff, but I'm <laughs> glad to be back and enjoy doing the show. And, um, so I missed it. I missed it. And it doesn't take long to fall way behind on your wrestling viewing. So um, a week off is a lot these days, yes, especially indeed. when you start on a Friday and miss SmackDown and then don't come back until like a Saturday. So you miss a second SmackDown. <laughs> so um, awful lot to get into today. It's interesting that there, there's like no groundbreaking major stories but there's a lot of little interesting things going on. Yeah. So I'm, I'm looking forward to getting into it. Um, I'll ring the bell and when we get back, we'll do the ridiculously random question. Uh, we'll do some news. Uh, we got Impact, NXT Tonight, Trivia, of course, and uh, then we'll get out of here. So we'll ring that bell and then we'll get started. What? Today's ridiculously random non-wrestling audience needs to know you better question today is brought to you by Pro Wrestling Pick'em. It's a place where you can join or host a Pick'em League to test your predictive skills in the world of pro wrestling. Create an account and join the league now at ProWrestlingPick'em.com so you can play against your friends or play against the universe. All right, John, right before I was uh, I rang that bell, you were about to say something. What was, what was the... Uh, what was no, the... I, just, I just said, let's do it. Yeah, Go ahead, ring that bell. All right. Well, Bell is wrong. Uh, your your ridiculously random question is: What's the last fast food order you made? Last fast food order. I think I got uh, two days ago. Um, what is the name? Boston Market. I got some some turkey. That's about the healthiest fast food order I've ever heard in the <laughs> <laughs> I think um, I I. I tend to in the afternoons if I'm having kind of a sleepy day, I go through the McDonald's line and get a, just the soda. Um, and it, periodically, in a, in a weak moment, I get the uh, chicken nuggets. So there's your ridiculous random question. Thought up, up, thought up on the spot, by the way. <laughs> Nicely done. <laughs> so we have a bunch of news. Um, so let's dive into the news. And I want to start with kind of a fun topic. Um, yesterday was announced that uh, Danny Burch is hurt, and so William Regal has decided to vacate the NXT Tag Team Championships, uh, and he is going to announce a path forward tonight. Um, so it's, it was interesting. We have no new no NXT Tag Team Champions. Um, a whole bunch of matches assigned for NXT tonight, so there's a lot to get into there, but I thought it would be fun to speculate about where do we go from here. So first... Who are the teams that are even eligible? Like, who, who is out there? And I, I think of Imperium, Rosango, MSK, Everrise, I guess, Grizzly Young Veterans, Killian Dane, and Drake Maverick. Any other teams out there that I'm not thinking of? Uh, assuming that he's not hurt long term, you got Champ and Thatcher. Mm -hmm. And uh, did you mention Legatos? No. <laughs> that, that's what I came up with. I came up with about seven, but I forgot Everrise, so that would make eight. But well, they're, they're just there to take the pin and whatever we. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, 
how do we decide this? I, I don't. I don't see another tournament coming coming around. Um, do you have any sort of super match in mind that you think they can use? I, I mean, you uh, you could do a you know a little mini eliminate. You have two more. You have tonight, and you have the thirty first before you put you know assuming a title match on either the the card on the seventh or the eighth. So you could do a little eliminator where you you know you take. You could even, I mean, if you wanted to, if you wanted to bring in as many people as possible, you could even take MSK and DYB since they were in the finals of the Dusty Cup and give them first round buys, and then bring another four in: Rizango, Legatos, Champa Thatcher, Imperium, you know, or swap out Everized, Maverick, and Bane, whatever you want, and have them, you know, whittle it down until you have a title match at uh, one of the nights of Stand and Deliver. You know, I, I'm just thinking about this as you've mentioned it. You could also do something on night one to lead into night two, which I, Absolutely. I, I, I spoke about maybe yesterday with, or two days ago with somebody, with Al, I think. You know, we, you know, for WrestleMania, I said that you could have a match on night one that gives you an outcome for night two. You could do that with TakeOver now. You could, you know, maybe you have some eliminators and then a final on the next day. Um, I, I was reminded, or my memory came back to me that at the NXT UK takeover or Worlds Collide or something, they had a great big ladder match with a bunch of teams in it. Um, and the, the Gallus defended the titles out. They could do something like that. Um, we've seen Tag Team Battle Royal over at AEW. I don't think uh, WWE has ever uh, done one of those. Tag Team Gauntlet, those kind of things. I, I feel like they're going to try to avoid a tournament just because they literally just did one. But we have comments rolling in from the crowd. Ever rise rules. Ever rise rules. So I think you know uh, we know who the fan favorite is in any event. <laughs> so, but I hope they do something interesting. Um, a tournament seems like the obvious play, but man, when they just had the Dusty Classic, it, it's rough to play one of those right back at us. So. Yeah. Well, like you said, you brought up a good fact, uh, a good point. Uh, you know. They love to just steal the show with a match you're not thinking about. So you'd have a ladder match on the eighth and have, you know, let's say they put MSK and DYV in it. They don't have to work their way in it. And then on the seventh, you could have, you know, two eliminator matches to add the third and fourth team to the ladder match. Yeah. Yeah. You can also do a pair of triple threads that lead into, you know, the, the two teams squaring off, you know, things like that. So they got options. I hope they think them through and give us something really interesting. So. Uh, we have Hall of Fame updates. So WWE Hall of Fame, of course, is going to be the Tuesday before WrestleMania. Um, Dave Bautista was originally announced as a 2020 uh, Hall of Fame headliner, actually. And he is not going to be inducted this year. And it's only due to a scheduling conflict. There's no, like, no issues with him in the top brass or anything like that. No scandals, nothing like that. It's just that he can't be there and he wants to be there. So... So they've they've agreed to not do it this year. Do it another time when he can celebrate with the fans. So, if if he's got a scheduling conflict that interferes with the Hall of Fame, I sure hope that's Guardians of the Galaxy. You know, some next Marvel. You know, because if it's if he's making you know his version of uh, Brian Bosworth Stone Cold or something like that, he can't get a, a day off to travel to Tampa. That's that's hard to take. So. You know, it's really, it's, it's interesting. I think uh, yeah, I, I read a, a similar thing about John Cena and his involvement with WrestleMania. 
Um, it was a story a while back ago, but John had said he won't be at Mania this year because he's shooting in Vancouver. And with the quarantine rules that were in, that were anticipated um, in Canada, that it would have they would have lost so much time off the movie, yeah, cost right. millions of dollars to do. I don't know what Batista's deal is, but anyway, I appreciate the fact that they want fans there, you know, and he wants to be able to do it, and not do like a virtual Zoom production or something like that. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> Um, there were a lot of rumors and speculation and people were thinking that Daniel Bryan might go in this year. And that was stemming off the fact that on the network, they had a, a section for 2021 Hall of Fame and they had the best of Daniel Bryan in there. Apparently that was an error. Daniel Bryan, they have confirmed Daniel Bryan's not going in this year. So um, no chance going on everywhere. <laughs> Bell Carl says Guardians of the Galaxy has been delayed long enough let them film it so i think that's his back that's his backwards way of saying uh backhanded slap way of saying i don't want batista in the hall of fame but <laughs> um uh, then we have uh the new the news it's it's almost news it's like 90 percent news 10 percent rumor at this point is that mr monday night rvd is going in this year oh and john has what is this the is this the uh, what championship is this? ECW championship. All right. ECW television title. All right. By Mister Pay Per View. <laughs> Mister Monday Night. Mister Pay Per View. Look at that beauty. <laughs> so RVD is a ninety percent lock for the Hall of Fame this year. So we'll, we'll see if they announce that. Bunch of people on the bump this morning, so it could be announced as, as early as this morning for the Hall of Fame this year. Again, 90% news, 10% rumor on that. So take it as you will. Um, some more WWE news in a second, but I want to mention that NWA Power did return last night. And if you liked Power before, you'll like Power now. It's the same program. They even went back to the original um, Into the Fire theme music, which is really good, by the way. Uh, the show that's made at last night was a six man tag Nick Aldis, uh, Thomas Latimer, and Chris Adonis versus Aaron Stevens, J.R. Kratos, and the Pope, Elijah Burke. So uh, that was their main event last night. Nothing announced for next week. They they haven't gotten in the habit of announcing ahead of time, but uh, there you go. And then also on Dark last night, Brian Cage successfully defended the FTW Championship against Brandon Cutler on Dark, while he also competed against Casey Navarro on CCW Live at the same time. So uh, he was pulling a Rick Rude on that night, but Interesting thing about the the FTW Championship match on Dark, you could t they always piece the Dark show together, right? They they take all these matches into the night and stuff like that, and then uh, Dark they do like the mini intros, like they flop up the pop up the uh, match on the screen, you know, the graphic, and then they say, you know, coming up next, this and that. So it's about six matches into the fifteen match card they had last night, and Taz says our main event. <laughs> the FTW Championship on the line. So just a fun little uh, mistake they had there. <laughs> it was not the main event. <laughs> so um, Ring of Honor's pay-per-view is this Friday. So Kenny King will be taking uh, Dragon Lee's spot at the ROH 19th anniversary show. Dragon Lee has a busted eardrum. I ran through, ran through the whole card for the anniversary show this past Monday, but uh, Kenny King will be subbing in both Lee's title match, uh, TV title match, and his tag team title match. 
So, um, back into the WWE news. WWE Icon documentary on Beth Phoenix will be airing this weekend. Uh, if it's anything like Yokozuna, this is going to be a great documentary. So, yeah. That's your homework. We'll be talking about that probably next week. Absolutely. Yep. You got it. <laughs> Announced this morning, WWE Thunderdome is moving from Tropicana Field to the Yingling Center for the April 12th edition of Monday Night Raw. And we'll be there going forward until, you know, until they have to move again. So, <laughs> um, WWE also filed for the trademark swing is in the air. Um, we, <laughs> it's a very weird trademark for them to apply for, um, potentially related to Cesaro, potentially maybe it'll be the uh, May pay-per-view. Who knows? That would maybe be very so, interesting, absolutely. Maybe Cesaro is getting a title shot. And so, so yeah. if you're somebody who shops on WWE.com at their, at their shop, um, it was completely redesigned and relaunched this morning. So it's a new shopping experience. So you can head over to shop.wwe.com. Uh, don't buy any t-shirts there. Go to uh, bodyslimclothes.com to get shirts. So there you go. Uh, Peacock has removed some questionable material from past old uh, pay-per-views and whatnot. Uh, the two items that we know of at this moment is the Roddy Roddy Piper interview at WrestleMania 6, where he had black face paint, and then Vince McMahon's use of the N-word in 2005 when just talking to Booker T, a casual drop of the N-word. I don't know if they really wanted to hear that again anyway, so we're good. <laughs> yeah, I think the wrestling world can live without those uh, two moments in time. Right. All right, so I think that's the major news stories. I want to get into Impact Wrestling from last night. Um, so, John, I really liked the TJP and Ace Austin match on this show. Uh, it was the second match on the show. Um, really great. I hope we get a third uh, round of this because uh, the match itself was just really, really good. Sorry, my microphone's far away. Um, yeah, so I hope we, we circle back to another singles match there, but um, the ending was kind of crappy. Yeah, yeah, the, those two really, you know, they tore it up for, you know, 10, almost 15 minutes, and then uh, TJP hits the Mamba Splash, and Madman Fulton jumps in like it's a tag match to break up the count. And, and you know, just, you know, the media DQ ruins the title match there, but, you know, it was, I guess meant to put together a tag match next week because after uh, Austin and Fulton beat up on TJP a little bit, uh, Josh Alexander cleared the ring with a chair. So we get a tag match next week, and I'm sure that'll lead to some at least three-way, if not more, multi-X-Division uh, title match somewhere soon. Yeah, hard, hardcore justice. Tommy Dreamer hasn't got his hands on that angle yet to, to determine the, the match for hardcore justice. So... Um, in fact, if I were to you know describe Impact last night, it was a it was a, a good show with some solid wrestling on it, but it was very uneventful in the sense that there was really no news coming out of it, no matches announced for Hardcore Justice, nothing announced for Rebe uh, Rebellion. Uh, Deanna Perazzo got a win against Jazz. Rohit Raju got a win over Falaba. Trade defeated AC Romero. Carl Ed Anderson beat Eddie Edwards. Um, Kenny Omega and Don Callis were on the show. They talked a lot about the one winged angel and how nobody's ever kicked out of it. Um, 
they also talk about how great of a person and an athlete Rich Swan is, but he's no Kenny by God Omega, John. <laughs> I mean, you know, say what you want about Rich Swan. I'm sure he's got a great fashion sense. He usually comes to, uh, to impact looking like he's ready to work, you know, in a t-shirt, he's ready to get into his gear. Kenny Omega shows up in a, you know, the, the blazer looked like it was designed by Jackson Pollock and a <laughs> pair of shoes that looked like they belonged to a, a cartel assassin with the <laughs> gold tips on him and whatnot. He, he was ready to, you know, style and profile. Absolutely. Um, a lot of backstage stuff, you know, we see a little bit of Good Brothers and Decay possibly for a future match. Um, a lot of a lot of heat going the Good Brothers way for losing those tag team titles to the Japan guys. Um, so uh, they they even seem to be stood up by Kenny by God Omega and Don Callis. So um, a lot of stuff going around there. Uh, I, you know, John, I left for like a week. And all of a sudden, now Rhino is a member of Violent by Design. Like, what the heck? Yeah, and, and there really was no more explanation for it than he showed up in the middle of, of a match and, and uh, uh, Gord, uh, I think it was the first one, first victim was Chris Saban out of his shoes. And, you know, last we saw him, he was getting beat up or saving his buddy from getting beat up by Violent by Design. He goes away for a while and I get maybe that was to cleanse our palates and make us forget about their history because let's be honest, you call a group violent by design, there's no more perfect member than the, you know, the war machine, the man beast, Brian. What happens when Heath finally heals up? When Heath is healthy, <laughs> I mean, come on. Um, I guess I guess that that part has run its course. Um, got a bunch of stuff for next week. Of course, James Storm's thousandth impact match. I want. I want to know who did the tabulating on that. I want to. I want to <laughs> see the math. <laughs> but, uh, that, that, that reeks of a Goldberg streak. <laughs> yeah, it does. It does. And if we're at you know eight hundred and fifty. Let, let's just call it a thousand and make a special main event against Eric Young next week. So James Storm versus Eric Young in the main event for James Storm's one thousandth match. We also have Kira Hogan and Tasha Steeles versus Havoc and Nevaeh in a non-title match. Ace Austin and Madman Fulton versus Josh Alexander and TJP. You indicated that earlier. And the return to impact of Kenny Omega and Don Callis. The other stuff on the show, Swingers Palace got a new commercial, as Al has pointed out. Going there will change your life. It was more of a self-help commercial than anything else. Thrills, chills, and pizzles. So impact will be impact is entertaining show. Good, good wrestling with, you know, light comedy <laughs> and, uh, and a fun time. So that was impact tonight, NXT tonight. Uh, we talked about AEW yesterday on yesterday's show. So if you want to go, uh, hear the AEW conversation, go back to yesterday's show. You can hear all about that today. We have NXT. Uh, we have a whole bunch of matches, John. My first question for you though, is what, does Drake Maverick have to do to be competitive with Walter? Because that's a match on tonight's episode of NXT. Uh, if, if I was to give him some advice, I would say perhaps wear a suit of armor or at least the metal chest plate 
and you know bring Killian Dane along to carry you in said suit of armor. <laughs> yeah, he, he's on Killian Dane's shoulders for this one, right? Because <laughs> otherwise he can't even get he can't even reach Walter for the punch to the face. Uh, so that's that's a match that's on tonight. I don't expect that to go very long, just long enough to for Walter to chop him into uh, a million pieces. <laughs> Um, in other news, we have Karrion Cross versus Oni Lorcan. This is kind of the Oni Lorcan revenge tour because he had to forfeit the tag titles. So uh, we'll, we'll see if he has a chance against Karrion Cross. That's a pretty one-sided match too, I think. Um, LA Knight has challenged Bronson Reed to a match. So we should have that. Uh, it was announced before that the NXT Women's Tag Team Championships will be on the line. Ember Moon and Shotzi Blackheart versus Aaliyah and Jesse Kamea uh, of the Robert Stone brand. This doesn't feel like a match that we have to debate too long about who's going to win, but you never know. Maybe Jesse Kamea will surprise us. Perhaps. I think they have a better shot than Drake Maverick does on NXT tonight. That is a good point. <laughs> um, so I don't think this will be the main event, but man, does it feel like one. Kushida wrestling Jordan Devlin in a non-title match. Um, man, that match should be amazing. Yes. Yeah, that, that I mean, that almost sounds like if they didn't, I'm assuming they're going to do the unification there, but that is worthy of takeover. Yeah. Yeah, it is. I, I And it's kind of, um, I have not caught up on NXT from last week, so I think this seems to me like it's out of nowhere, but. Yeah. You tell me, am I missing something? No, no. I, in fact, I don't think we even saw Kushida last week, which was the first time we saw Devlin not sitting at the airport. So, yeah, I, I don't think, unless we get some backstage footage of them crossing paths to set this up, I don't think we have any setup for it at this point. Interesting, interesting. Well, that match is worthy of a main event on NXT or a TakeOver or anything. Maybe not a main event of TakeOver, but it's a it's worthy of a main event on NXT and it's a takeover-worthy match for sure. The other thing we're going to find out tonight is how will Kyle O'Reilly and Adam Cole decide their feud? How is that going to end? Mr. Regal has some plans for us. John, I'd like to know what your thoughts are, how, what you think this should go, what the stipulation should be. Uh, you know, O'Reilly is a, is a grappler, so this would work for him. I don't know necessarily that it would work for um, – Adam Cole, but my first thought was, unless we're saying that it's strictly Timothy Thatcher's gig, my first thought was the fight bit. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. Some kind of gimmick match, something ugly. But at the very least, you know, some maybe a you know, do they do they have do they have they ever used a cage other than the War Games cage or the fight pit at NXT? Yeah, yeah. We had a Rhea Ripley versus Mercedes Martinez not too long ago in a okay, cage, yeah. I think, right? And uh so yeah, so oh, yeah. there's precedent there. They could do that. Some kind of last man standing, or I mean, depending on what the the company's plans are for either one of these gentlemen. What about an old fashioned loser leaves town match? Oh, that's interesting. That you know what? I don't. I think that's great. I hadn't thought about that. Um, Al Carl chiming in with a jailhouse match. You know, <laughs> a la SummerSlam from years gone by, but. A loser leaves town. I think that's interesting because, you know, these guys have both been on NXT for a long, long time. So maybe that, you know, maybe that'll work. Um, it's interesting because 
the cage match it makes sense as like a big blow-off match but typically that's because you know, they use that because there's a bunch of outside interference and stuff like that i don't think we have to worry about that too much here um of course there are some other members of the undisputed era but um i think this is more just like a grudge uh, so i was kind of reminded of that johnny gargano and tomasa champa warehouse match that they had you know that that as a possibility um Adam Cole married to Britt Baker, so maybe it's a tooth and nail match. There you go. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's better than the tooth and nail match. <laughs> I wrote down last man standing and false count anywhere as well, but I really like the loser leaves town. That sounds like a good uh, good option because it does seem like um, NXT is not big enough for both personalities. So I'm on board with that, exactly. especially since we know leaving town doesn't necessarily mean you have to leave WWE. So. <laughs> We don't want to see either of these guys out of work. Certainly not. So. All right. Well, that brings me to the end of the news, the end of Impact, the end of NXT. John, the only thing left to do is trivia. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're going to do WrestleMania 13. 13. And uh, let me play the, the trivia bumper. All right, WrestleMania 13 trivia, five questions. Simple majority correct gets you the W. If you win, you get the Goldberg Oscar Award. If you lose, you get a Hawkins. So Bret Hart and Steve Austin had their famous submission match here where Steve passed out to the sharpshooter with blood trickling down his face. Who, John, was the special guest referee? Um, no multiple choice. Yeah, yeah. I, I can see his face. Shamrock. Yes, Ken Shamrock. Impact Wrestling Hall of Famer, Ken Shamrock. Yes. Okay, these questions, if, you, if you're if you steeped in this period, you'll know these questions, but otherwise, I think the rest are pretty hard. So, uh -oh. Ahmed Johnson and the Legion of Doom defeated the Nation of Domination in a six-man tag match. The Nation of Domination was made up of what three members? And you have multiple choice here. It can be Farouk, D'Lo Brown, or Kama, and Kama Mustafa. Farouk, Crush, and Savio Vega. Farouk, The Rock, and Mark Henry. Or Farouk, Crush, and D'Lo Brown. Yeah. Crush was definitely nice. Oh, the, that second option was Farouk, Crush, and Savio Vega. Yep. Yeah. That's the one you're on with? Uh, letter B, yeah. Yeah. So... That's correct. And I, until I like went back and was re reviewing this, I forgot about that whole era of the Nation of Domination. Uh, to me, when I think Nation, I think Mark Henry and D'Lo Brown and The Godfather and The Rock and Farouk. But I forget that that thing started with Crush and Savio Vega. And there were there were a couple other people. Weren't there like some stragglers along that you know made yep. like you know just a couple of appearances or something like that? Like a well, D'Lo Brown was one of them, but he yeah. you know the the extras. So to speak, they had they have names if you if you care to look them up, but uh, <laughs> they they require looking up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Undertaker won the WWF Championship in the main event. Who did he defeat? Your choices are Shawn Michaels, Psycho Sid, Mankind, or Diesel. Uh, <laughs> okay, this is the same card as Blood from a Stone. And wasn't this the one where Bret Hart came out like three different times and interfered in the main event? Uh, and if that's the case, then it was Psycho Sid. 
Psycho said is correct. Yep. Yep. Okay. Rocky Mayavia successfully defended the Intercontinental Championship against the Sultan in nine minutes and 45 seconds at WrestleMania 13. John, who is the Sultan? And you have choices here. Is it Jose Estrada, Samu, Rakishi, or Umaga? Rakishi. It is Rakishi. <laughs> it is Rakishi. And his manager, the Cheeky Baby. There you go. Owen Hart and his tag team partner defended the tag team championships against Vader and Mankind. The match ended in a double countout. Who was Owen Hart's tag team partner? Your choices are Yokozuna, Jim Neidhart, Coco Beware, or the British Bulldog? Uh, that would be the British Bulldog. All right. Very good. So you get this. And this. Perfect. 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 Great job. <laughs> so uh, a perfect flex, five for five today. Uh, not bad. WrestleMania 13. There you go. I, I think I, to me that Nation of Domination question was kind of hard just because I have completely forgotten about that period. And then uh, the Rikishi thing. If you know your Sultan, you know it's Rikishi. But. <laughs> yeah, the, the Nation one was – I for some reason – I don't know if I was looking up uh, the, the, oh my God, what is her name? The Insane Clown Posse or something like that. I, I, I did a search not too long ago for like stupid rap groups that got involved in wrestling or something like that. And there was something about that nation. There was like a, you know, a Jimmy Ice and a, a Goofy Joe or something like that. There yeah. was someone involved. And that's what stuck in my mind that there was Sabio and, uh, and well. like, <laughs> Well, I hope everybody enjoyed today's show. Um, that's the primary part of the show, but we do have a couple of things to tell everybody about. I mentioned earlier, WWShop.com redesigned whatever. Still go to Body Slam Clothes, uh, the Minutes to Bell Time Shop, and get the Dropkick t-shirt. I don't charge you for the soft style. I don't charge you for double X or triple X or whatever. Uh, it's 20 bucks. That includes shipping. So enjoy a beautifully designed t-shirt uh, for $20 that, you know, you don't have to pay all those upcharges for. And then join Joey Jarzanka, Ian Schreier, and Rob DeLuca on Friday nights for the primetime rundown. They take you through the world of sports. Show kicks off at 6 p.m. on the Eastern Observer. Last night we had the Essential Wrestling Podcast, and it returns every Tuesday with Al Carl as host. John DeCani will be there. I am there. John Smith's there. Gary Maheffi's there. It's a great time as we take you through the week of updates and highlights in the world of wrestling. Coverage begins at 6 p.m. on Tuesdays on the Eastern Observer. A great time always. We're discussing how we're going to fit WrestleMania week into that weekly show. It will be very, very tough. This show, the Daily Wrestling News Show, it returns every day, Monday through Thursday at 10 a.m., and we take you through whatever's happening, the news, uh, where we don't really deal in rumors, but we get you through uh, the morning to get your get your morning started with pro wrestling. You can also catch this on podcast, though, so if you want to listen to it on your drive home, that's a good option as well. All right, John, I think that is our show today. Any parting words before we get out of here? Uh, no, just great to have you back. Uh, those WrestleMania specials were awesome. I uh, can't wait to see the rest of them as well, but good to have you back right where you belong. 
Thank you, sir. Yeah, WrestleMania 4, 6, 18, 24, and 36. Those were all released last week. They're all available. If you go to probably the easiest way to go is if you were to do an audio version, go to uh, go to an Apple Podcast or whatever and download them and listen to them. That's that's probably the easiest. Otherwise, you know, you can get them on YouTube. So um, it's a little harder on Facebook because you have to do so much scrolling. But otherwise, those shows are great. They're a lot of fun. They're evergreen. Listen to them today, tomorrow, um, last week, this week, next week, next year. They're fun. Um, and we had really enjoyed putting them together. So, Absolutely. so enjoy. All right. For John DeCani, I am Ryan Joy. We will see you tomorrow. Yeah.